heart and soul of a nation, beckons the call. The voice of our forefathers heard in the distance. A house divided against itself cannot stand. To reclaim our honor. honor. Our soul. The challenges of a generation call out. Future generations hang in the balance. We choose liberty. This is the voice of a nation. The nation. The nation. The nation. And now, Malcolm. Welcome aboard, my fellow Americans. It's Malcolm at 8, the voice of a nation. And uh, all right, so let's dive into this thing today. Target, Coles, Bud Light, which of course is Anheuser-Busch, the InBev, right? Disney, don't forget Disney. There's such a long list of these companies. And you know what they have in common? <laughs> They're losing their shirts. Uh, these companies, these uh, organizations are losing billions of dollars and they're facing significant blowback here. Headwinds, if you will, are coming from all over America. And there's a lot to talk about. So, you know, we're gonna take this from a different approach today. And it's interesting too, I'm also seeing the human rights campaigns come out and, and uh, talk, uh, use the victim, victimhood. So now we're, and we'll get into that in moments here, but they're talking victim as well. So here's some numbers for you, and, and you scratch your head and wonder, why would they do these kinds of things? And I've always said this. I, I don't really understand it. It's the same thing with an entertainer or a singer or an actor. I mean, they're such morons when they go out and they cut off half of their audience. I mean, why would you do that? I mean, it's the dumbest business, like Bette Midler. Who, who the hell would go see Bette Midler again? I mean, these big mouths, you know? Madonna, I want to burn the White House down. Shut up already, you know? Streisand, there's so many of them. There's a litany list of them. But why do that? Why engage in that? And it's the same thing with these companies. Well, there's reasons why they're doing it. And I'll I'll share with you today exactly why they're doing it. Okay. But here's some numbers for you. So Anheuser-Busch, this this Bud Light business, right? They lost about I mean, and these numbers, they're moving targets now. So with the markets and conditions, as you know, with market values and caps, and but they've lost about 24 billion. In markets uh, since the beginning of April, uh, when it began this whole transgender influencer, which I never could understand that visual with a with a you know a couple of guys going into a bar and having a drink at the end of a day, what have you, and they you hand their can with you know construction work on another guy and the, the transgender on the can. What purpose does that serve? I mean, what what are you trying to accomplish, man? You know, well they are trying to accomplish something. Disney has lost about 96 billion, give or take, in market capitalization since March 22. And of course, that's when then all started with the fight with DeSantis. That's been well, well noted all over the nation. Everybody knows about that. You'll be hearing a lot more about it in the 2024 election, to be sure. And this was all over the, they branded this as a don't say gay bill, which was never the case. But anyways, that's what they do. And so they did that there. Now, Disney has taken a, a, a massive hit. Uh, and it's not just because of the surface of that fight, but it's what they're doing there in Disney and how they've done it, that people are aware that they're they're targeting kids in these ways that they shouldn't be doing. That's really what it is. And people don't like it. M- Mom and dad don't like it, to be sure. Shears of Coles are down. Uh, Coles, uh, 25% year to date. I've never been in mo- many of these stores. I've never been in, but I guess that's a store as well somewhere. Somebody must be shopping there, I guess. Huh? But they're about 25% year to date. And um, so what's happening now, companies are facing the wrath of these uh, and, uh, of consumers, of protesters, boycotters. Uh, but they're also facing the wrath, guess what, 
of shareholders. Yeah, you remember, you remember there's a shareholder behind these companies? That's how capitalism works, right? There, there are some shareholders, yeah? And, and you know what? The shareholders are not happy, to be sure. Now, Cole's investors, uh, you know, really should start to take uh, some warnings. They should have taken some warnings looking at the others. And that's the other thing I can't understand. Some of these that go, it's like you, they go right back into the fire and do the same thing that these other companies just took a massive hit for in the court of public opinion. And they go back and do the same thing. I mean, what, what a bunch of morons that are running these companies. But there's a reason why again. All right. Well, hold on. Hold on. Uh, social media is a big part of this thing, of course, and, and all of this is coming in to a boiling point right now because we are in June, and June is Pride Month. Now, there ain't many groups or organizations or movements, if you will, that get a whole month. I mean, the presidents don't get a month. Martin Luther King don't get a month. Nobody really, I mean, the, a whole month. It's not Pride Day. It's Pride Month. And so think about that on those terms. That's that's quite interesting, you know. Uh, now, this um the Coles specifically they were doing the the uh lq uh bt ia plus et cetera et cetera uh themed clothing for the for the babies the little infants the babies and the other thing that pet smarts is doing is they're doing it for the animals they're even indoctrinating the, the animals the the cats and the dogs uh i know my wife went online to um get a couple of outfits for our, uh, for our, our dog, our Zachary, you know, and uh, he, um, sure enough, the first thing she got is all the pride stuff and gay stuff and colors and rainbows and sad what they've done to that rainbow, actually, I have to tell you, man, wow, pretty sad. Uh, so all these companies are taking massive hits. Uh, uh, Target, the scandal with Target is, is also massive in size and scope. I mean, Target itself, we're talking here, uh, 15 billion loss in market cap. And again, these are moving numbers to be sure. Now, Shark Tank's investor, Kevin O'Leary, says that uh, Target's backlash, he credits it to social media. And he says, because this stuff was cashing on to social media and people are, they're just, they're taking a dive and they're going right after these companies and they're not letting loose. Uh, again, what do I say all the time? The court of public opinion will take hold. And it will do you damage. It can build you up and it can tear you down. And it can tear you down pretty quick, friends, you know. Uh, now, Anheuser-Busch, with this Bud Light stuff now, this was the top selling beer in, in this category. And it had been built over that way in decades. I mean, you don't build a, you don't build a drink like that in the number one category of, of something like beer overnight. I mean, this took decades to get there. And it's referenced here in about 32 hours uh, with this transgender Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, this thing has lost, uh, as I say, what, all kinds of bucks. Uh, this uh, Anheuser-Busch, what was the dollar? Stat? Okay, well, that was running, last I see, about $24 billion plus. Everything's in the billions. It's all in the billions. Big, big money here. All right, let's get something clear right now. The job of a business... The job of these companies, whether it's Disney or Coles or, uh, and we haven't even talked about Walmart. You know, Walmart seems to skate by. I don't know why that is. They also have all the displays and all the things. I mean, you know, I, I'm wondering, and maybe, maybe someone today on the program will have an answer for me as to why. I don't know, but you know, Target gets sucker punched all the time and they're taking a hit big time. I, you know, Walmart's doing the same stuff. 
I mean, they're selling all the same crap and they got the same paraphernalia in the aisle, uh, but yet you don't hear their name being thrown around much in the court of public opinion. I don't really know why that is with Walmart, why they're getting a pass. Um, it must be a reason. I just don't know what it is. Uh, but the job of a business, friends, what is the job of a business? Well, you know, a job of a business, people invest in businesses and there, there's a prime objective here. It's called profits. <laughs> it's called revenue. And your customers, your employees, your shareholders, it's keeping all of those folks happy. Yeah, when you tick off and piss off half your customers, easy, some cases more. And in this case, I'm going to suggest to you it's more. They've now irritated more than 50% of their customer base. This is becoming a little more than a Democrat and Republican or a liberal and conservative problem, because I have news for you. There are a lot of liberals out there and a lot of Democrats that also love their kids and don't want them to be indoctrinated and sexualized and perverted over. You understand? Right. So these people are also jumping on the bandwagon. Now, rest assured, this is not going to be the I know they try to make everything a left right fight, but it's going to be more than that because Mama Bear's coming after you, man. OK. And again, I got news. I got a lot of friends that are Democrat as well. I can hear you all saying a gas now. Oh, my God. Malcolm's got Democrat friends. Oh, yeah, I do. I think we all do, don't we? We don't know what we're going to do. Shoot them in the head. I mean, come on. We all got friends and family and stuff that were uh, have been sniffing too much glue in their lives. But we don't hold that against them. I mean, come on. You know, they're fun to have it at a party. You can poke at them and talk about everything you're not supposed to talk about. Uh, so uh, anyways, I, I don't do that anymore. I don't do the parties anymore. I'm past that. Uh, listen, this is a wake up call. That's that's what we're talking about here. We're not, this is nothing to do. I know the media paints us as conservatives about every story I read, those ugly Republicans, those MAGA Republicans. Ah, yeah, those MAGA people, you know, they don't like the, the homophobic, racist, bigots, homophobic people loving the Constitution and the country and patriotic. Who the hell are these people, man? Get rid of them. We don't want them here, man, right? That's the message coming from uh, corporate America, I guess, you know. So conservatives, liberals, independents, moderates, uh, people, let me just tell you, I'm going to clue you in now. They also love their kids. I guarantee you they do. And I can tell you most, vast majority of those people, I'm going to say 80%, probably maybe 90%, but I'm going to give you at least 80% don't want their kids subjected to perverts and pedophilia and all this, whatever, this dressing up in opposite clothes and look at me, look at me, mom, I'm a whatever. You know, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm an avocado today. Okay. You know, whatever you are, fine, terrific, marvelous. Can you do the stuff back in the bedroom where it used to be, man? Just do it back in the bedroom and leave it there, please. You don't need to bring it out on Main Street. Don't really give a rat's ass what you do in the bedroom. It's perfectly legit. Do whatever you want. Screw the moose, I said. I said that the other day. I'll say it again. That's what you want to do? Do it. Doesn't matter to me, man. I bet you most everybody listening don't, doesn't care what you do in your bedroom. Whatever. That's not what they say. Whatever. I mean, come on. Right? Uh, so what we got to ask ourselves is this, to get this thing to a head here. I got, I'm pretty, pretty juiced on this thing. Who's making the decisions at the top? Who's, who's making the decisions and how have they become so disconnected from the demographics of the shoppers? Now, that's a question that uh, Dr. Stephanie Coxon asked in an op-ed she has, and she'll be on with us in just a bit here. It's a question she poses in there. Who's making the decisions at the top? Who are they? And is disconnected from the demographics of the shoppers. 
Friends, this is another product of diversity, equity, and inclusion. They should be flipped. It should be die. It should be diversity, inclusion, and equity. They got that a little mixed up because it really is die. That's what they're doing is they're killing it all. You know, it's been founded now as we start to dig into these stories a little bit more. And in the case of Target, uh, a lot of these companies have not-for-profit foundations and groups that they uh, what it laund- I'll call it launder money through, <laughs> whatever they're doing, right? Uh, and, and these people are directed by board members, others. And, and so in the case of the Target folks, uh, there's, uh, they're, they're being funded. There's an entity in there seeking to cede the United States territory, including Mount Rushmore. They're looking to cede territory in the U.S. of A, including Mount Rushmore, because why, you ask? Well, because that's a symbol of white supremacy. You see, because probably because the presidents were white back then and weren't black or weren't homophobic or weren't women or weren't something. I don't know. I don't know, man. I don't know. But this uh, white supremacy, Mount Rushmore. And so they want to see that from the nation. And they want to also demilitarize the armed forces due to concerns of violence. Yeah, we're going to defund everything and just live out and right? All these companies, what they're doing is, the inclusivity here is the diversity officers. So the word I have for all of these companies, I can fix their problem in pretty quick. Target, Kohl's, even Disney or Ditsy and Anheuser-Busch and the Bud Lights, I can fix all of it. I'm telling you, I've been in the corporate, I can fix all of it quick. The first thing I would do is fire the diversity officers. I'd fire them. Fire them on day one and get rid of them. Get out of here. We don't want your shenanigans. Leave. I'll give you two weeks severance. Get the hell out of here. Don't let the door hit you in the ass. That's what I tell them right there. Okay? Uh, so that's where I'd start right there. Then I'd clean sweep all of it right through. And, you know, if you want to put a couple of gay outfits out or pride or dre- dressed up a kangaroo and uh, hop through the store or whatever you want to do, fine. Put a few things there. But we don't need to put this at the front door and assault people as they're walking through the store. You know, that's the difference. I mean, what's wrong with this? I mean, it's okay that people are gay. It's not a problem. We understand. It's okay. Nobody nobody I know is really hanging with faux people. They don't, I know this sound, you probably look and say, oh my God, Malcolm's probably a little homo. I'm, I'm not, I got nothing to do with it. I don't really care, man. It doesn't matter to me. But, you know, you're teaching this stuff with the kids at the library. you got all this pedophilia stuff going on. You're just you're crossing, you're, you're crossing the line here, people, these diversity officers. So what's happened is these diversity officers have infiltrated these companies is what's happened. The shareholders don't know this is a lot of them don't know this is going on. Even the board doesn't always know this is going on. In fact, the CEO doesn't even know this is going on. A lot of these companies are sitting there, as I always say to you, with their left hand on the right cheek of their ass, and they really don't know what's happening. Like, what happened? I don't know. The same thing with the Target CEO, Brian Cornell. He had no idea the Mount Rushmore campaign from the not-for-profit. They don't even know this stuff is happening, you know? Elon Musk come out and he predicted class action lawsuits uh, by Target shareholders. He says it's going to be a lot of, I hope there is. I hope they sue them all. I'd, you know what? I'd have a party if they all go out of business. Close Disney down, throw Bud Light away, close Target, close, 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 close them all. Close them all down. I'd be happy. You'd you'd be like a pig and you know what, man, you know? So uh, they're all closing. And and here's the kicker, and and we got to move on and get Dr. Stephanie Cox. But here's, I'll just end it right here. And that is, now it's victimhood. Victimhood. 
the human rights campaign, dun, 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 you know, they're always there, man. And the headline is Americans are under attack. Human rights campaign declares a state of emergency for the LGBTQ plus. Forgot the IA, right? Hmm. Yeah, they're sounding the alarm because of Pride Month. There's a lot of, uh, well, here you go. Uh, from right from the horse's mouth, or in this case, be the jackass's mouth, the campaign said it's taken action in response to an unprecedented and dangerous spike in discriminatory legislation sweeping state houses this year. With more than 525 anti-LGBTQ plus bills introduced and more than 70 signed into law so far in 2023. Those damn white supremacists, man. More than double last year's number in a reported release uh, Tuesday called LGBTQ plus Americans are under attack. So this is this is the play card they always do. They flip the script and now they're the victims. And then now what? What? You know, there'll be the headline story on all the networks and all that. So you got the picture now. Now you know the problem. It's all that di- diversity, equity, inclusion. Hooray for me. Hooray for me. And um, that's that's what's going on. The diversity offices in these boards are, you know, it's always the small little squeaky wheel. It's the 1% people, I'm telling you, or the 5%. Maybe it is, I don't know. But it's the real small infancy of all of the numbers of 330 plus million people in this country. It's the little, little thing over here. That gets all the attention. Now, does that make any sense? Well, it does when your companies are being hijacked by diversity officers, and then the board gives them full reign to do all this stuff and initiate all these programs and piss consumers off. And then the value drops and the shareholders sit there and say, ah, what happened? What happened? We lost the money. Well, that's what happened. What do you think happened? We're going to take a quick pause right there before I get into any more trouble. We'll join you just on the other side. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Our global experts are brilliant writers and engaging hosts on a mission of a lifetime. You'll find the latest news and inspiration on the front page of AmericaOutloud.com. Millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of the toxic spike protein. Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company designed their spike support formula to counteract harmful spike protein from COVID-19 and vaccines so you can feel your best. Go to OutLoudCare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Trouble getting to sleep and staying asleep is infuriating. Your mind races, you toss and turn. Nutrition company Healthy Cell created REM sleep to help you quickly fall asleep, stay asleep, and sleep deep. Unlike other supplements that don't work, REM sleep is not a pill. It's a gel you swallow with ultra-absorption of science-backed ingredients, supporting all four stages of sleep. Go to HealthyCell.com and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. Risk-free. Love it or your money back. Guaranteed. HealthyCell.com. Code OUTLOUD. Welcome back to the broadcast. Uh, well, if you're still with me, that is, and I didn't lose you. The voice of a nation, it is Malcolm at eight. Now, again, the program you hear every day, Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern time on iHeartRadio, on our apps, on all kinds of networks. You find the show and listen in. All the shows go to podcast, friends. There's also an encore the following morning on iHeart at 8 a.m. So no excuse not to hear the program every day and hear what's going on. This is the beat of America. It's what people are thinking, but they're afraid to say. It's what I call the out loud truth. Nobody really wants to say the out loud truth. 
Dr. Stephanie Coxon joins me right now. She's an out loud kind of gal as well. So we'll see what she's got to say a little bit about some of this. I don't know. She she doesn't know what I was going to say. I don't I don't reveal my my talking points to anybody. And I don't know what she's going to say. It's called free speech, people. It's called free speech. Uh, Dr. Stephanie Coxon is a mother of five. So get a load of that. Okay. She has something to say, uh, uh, being representing, being a mama beard for sure. She's a medical freedom activist. She's brilliant. Uh, she is on, on a lot of boards. She's a mover and a shaker. She doesn't sit by on the sidelines. She's involved in the game of life and pushing back on a lot of these uh, crazy stories. Dr. Stephanie Coxon, you're still with me, aren't you, love? I am on here. <laughs> you're probably aghast at this point. You're about picking I've off the floor. I've got a lot to say. <laughs> You've got a lot. Well, I'll tell you what. I'm going to step out right now, and I'm going to let you take the floor sincerely. But let me do this here. Your piece, and, and, and I'll throw this at you, and then you, you tell it. Let's inform listeners. Uh, you say it's coming at us from all directions. It, it, really, this is what you say in your piece. You start right off. It is a tsunami of weird, perverted propaganda that is meant to encompass every aspect of your life, and the end is far from sight. Take it from there, please. <laughs> you know, it would be one thing if what was happening was just saying, you know, it's okay to be you, right? We walk into the store, we see a few shirts that says, you know, be proud of who you are, whatever, that's good. But what we have is a whole propaganda campaign designed to confuse our children from every single direction. This is not just about a store making really stupid decisions. This is about a organized effort to change our kids, to devalue the home, parents separate them further and create confusion amongst our youth and increase their depression, their anxiety and anything else that they can do in order to make you know this age group who's already questioning things because that's what we do when our hormones are raging, right? We question everything about our bodies, about ourselves, you know, whether or not we should be a princess, not be a princess, pirate, whatever it is you want to be. And then telling us there's no consequences to, to decisions and to tell us that um, you can choose absolutely anything you want to be as long as you're not choosing to be the queen of England and asking for your million dollars in your bank account. That's kind of reparations or something. Uh, you know, um, when I was a boy, I mean, Stephanie, we play, I mean, we, we play with the little Mack trucks out in the dirt. We played with, you know, G.I. Joe's, Barbies, that sort of thing, play school, what have you. That's as close as we got to anything of that sort. A very, very simple. Uh, none of this stuff. I wouldn't have known what gay or trans or anything was. It really never came up. But it's a whole different parade today and how this is being promoted and pushed. You're right. You can be anything you want to be. I totally agree with you. But it's not enough for them. And you know what I find, Stephanie? Don't, and, and I wonder if you find this. You know, back as a young lad, I told listeners the other day, I remember the fight about the manger at the local Kmart. That You couldn't do the manger scene. That was offensive to these people. And the ACOU had a problem, but everybody had a problem with the manger scene. So that was a problem that started there. And I remember as a young boy thinking, a young lad, what is going on? Why are they, you know, growing up in church and, and, and Sunday school and wonder what the problem was with the major scene. It seemed very American to me, you know. And then I remember the gay parades coming down Main Street, USA. And I I, I never thought it was going to last. I thought it was sort of some sort of a really freak of nature that they, this was being celebrated. 
whereas we were used to looking at the Rose Parade or that kind of thing or one of the you know others. But and you know, what's happened is, I guess what I'm asking you is, society doesn't push back. They they just keep giving and giving another inch and giving another inch and giving another inch. And how many more inches are there to give? Do you think, Stephanie? You know, I think that they are preying on the true compassions, uh, you know, compassionate hearts of Americans. We are so giving. We want to do everything we can to make sure someone doesn't think that we're racist, doesn't think that we're homophobic. So the minute someone throws out a word, we get scared and we want to run away and say, oh, no, nope, that's not me. So let me change whatever it is I'm doing to let people know that that's not me. And in reality, well said, that is well said. In reality, it's because our hearts are so big in America that we want to do what's right. And so they're just preying on that in order to change things. And we all feel like we're alone and that someone doesn't feel like we do. And so we just go along with what is happening. And the problem with that is that it allows this to grow. And so 2% of our population is deciding where America is heading. It's crazy. We've got to say, look, you're not alone. We are out there. There's there. We're everywhere. We can speak stuff in love. I have no issue, my, no issue with gay transgenders. I actually used to teach men to put makeup on because I really it's not my business as a grown man. What you're doing. You ask me for help. I will help you. I also served um, meals to the to the AIDS victims um, when it was mostly gay males back in the 1980s when no one would go near them because everyone was afraid of it. Look, my heart goes out to these people. There is trauma in your past. There are issues that need to be dealt with. My heart hurts for you. But that does not mean I need to normalize this for my children and further confuse them at stages where they're already trying to figure out who they are. See, now, part of what you just said, it's very true. It's very accurate. But listen here now. Uh, You know, you were just, you know, referencing to listeners that, you know, um, you did this, you did that, the other, but that's exactly part and parcel of the problem out there. We seem to have to qualify. You know, I'm the same way. I would sit here to you, say, well, let me tell you, I have some gay friends. I have some other friends there. We have some friends that do this and to rent. Oh, okay. Okay. So you mean you're, you're cool with that then? You're not. No, it, it, what happened, what you're suggesting, I think, is we have to sort of qualify ourselves. Right? Well, I even have some, oh, Stephanie, I've got some, I even have some black friends, for God's sakes, if you can believe that. <laughs> is that what is that what we have to do today, though? Really, I mean, is that that's what it is, though, isn't it? We have to qualify this, you know, right? Yeah, because it, it's true. Because they want to sit there and throw names out at you, but the truth is, you need to you need to protect a segment of the population that's being accosted by very poor messaging. Because the I don't think that the true transgenders' voices are being heard. The ones that are really out there trying to just live their life, right? They're you know, most of them are not out there walking down the streets with huge vaginas on their heads of hats that some of these people are doing. Um, You know, they're not in drag shows trying to be in front of children, you know, which is so inappropriate. Why are you putting sexual content in front of children? It makes no sense. What is happening? This this is beyond disturbing to me. It makes me want to vomit. And I have no tolerance whatsoever to abuse children to abuse anybody, frankly, but abusing children to that point, I mean, it just, uh, it goes against the pale on every level. There's just, it's inhumane, it's disgusting. Uh, it's the worst among us who are doing this. And it gets back to evil. So let's now talk about, I mentioned the diversity officers, Stephanie, up front here. 
So what's happening in these boards? From what I'm able to uh, to garner from the study and look at a lot of these uh, stories out there and these companies that are taking heavy losses that we're talking about here, uh, is that um, you know they are they're losing their collective minds to be sure. But these diversity officers are calling the shots. So that small majority percentage of people that you and I just talking about, they have a position. So they've been elevated in these companies. And look at me, look at me. We're like, you know, we're even keel here and we're pride and we're this. And we got, you know, what, June, this whole month, isn't it like uh, Juneteenth or something? It's a Juneteenth, right? Is this month as well, right? Uh, yeah. for, for like, so that's a month as well, actually. I just thought of that. That's Juneteenth, I guess, you know. Uh, is there a month for, uh, for, I, this is not going to sound nice. It's all quality. Is there a month for just white Amer white, born white Americans? Is there a month that's labeled for that? I'm just, I'm just asking, is there? I don't even know. Does it you exist? Know, it, it's funny you said that. So I got into a little, a little debate with one of my friends, my, one of my best friends. She's black. And we, we talk about very tough topics. Oh, I love it. I love, bring her on here one day, will you? <laughs> And I, and I said, to her, I said, read my article. Tell me what you think. And I actually said that exact same thing. I said, I don't see a white month. And she goes, well, every month is white month. Oh, and we God. had that discussion. And I, you know, she made some actually really good points. Yeah, but hold on. That's not a good point because she's talking white privilege. There's what she's saying. Come on. That's what that means right there. You know, I, I think for from her viewpoint, I, I don't think that she looks at it as white privilege because we kind of got into the socioeconomic, dis, you know, distinguishing factors of. of but why know, would she say every month is a white one? Well, because I, I think because she doesn't feel that I hate to speak for someone else. Let's speak I know. I know. <laughs> you know Send her this program later when it's on podcast. Go ahead. Right. Right. But we I still love what's I, we won't say her name, but we still love you. Go ahead. One hundred percent. Like literally the, this this girl has my heart. But, you know, I think she says I'm not going to have the same experiences as she does. And she's absolutely right. But I would also say that none of us are going to have the same experiences as as each other. There has been times when I have been called names or accused of things that simply aren't true. And I'd have to wonder how many people are out there who have not had that experience. But I think this is a conversation that needs to be had, not ignored. And, you know, don't get mad about it. Like, let's talk about it and let's talk about it in love because we definitely have different experiences as Americans in all avenues, right? Work avenues. I mean, I can remember um, in the 90s walking into a male dominated workplace and there being pornography in there. And I was like, oh, my word, I'd never seen it before. And I was just in shock that it would possibly be in a place of business. Um, you know, we, we've all had those experiences where it kind of set us back a little bit, whether we're white, female, black, Asian, um, we're all going to have those experiences. Hmm. Yeah. And um, I think we need to recognize that. Yeah, probably not everybody enters the game of life as open minded as probably you and I are. I hope all listeners are. But, you know, the one of the beautiful things about our country i can't speak enough about stephanie is that and they've taken it and they've turned the script on us and I, I really hate that about this whole conversation but it's about the inclusivity and the diversity of america i would say the vast massive majority it's 90 some odd percent good overshadows evil big time big time and everything in my life is good and the people i hang with talk to it's all good fight the good fight but it's the diversity of thought, the diversity of pain, the diversity of people, the diversity of culture, the diversity of thinking. 
the fact that God didn't make us all to look the same, Stephanie didn't make us all to talk the same, act the same, or think the same. We're supposed to be different. Now, I look at it this way. My role isn't to judge and jury other human beings. I don't believe that that is my role. And certainly God doesn't ask me to do that. It's not, it's not my role. I've got people back and forth here and people, it doesn't matter, man. I don't look at people to think what, you know, what they're doing. And, you know, we, I, I might, you know, we're talking about it up front and to make a point, I might say something that goes a little over the top or edge. You'll, you'll forgive me about that friends, but I don't, I don't have it in me to uh, hold that against anybody. It really doesn't matter to me at all. I, I have, it doesn't come to my mind. You're this color or you're this gender or you're this way or whatever. Uh, Does that make sense? You, you feel the same way? Absolutely. It's not at the forefront. It's just, let me go about my day, get my stuff done and move on. I'm not thinking about- We all got problems, right? We all got shit to do, right? I mean, come on. That's exactly right. But I I think there's a few things, you know, that we need to look out here. I I think it's a a consorted effort to really confuse the children. Let's do it. Put it out there. And it's coming from schools. It's coming from stores. It's coming from television. It's literally coming at them from all angles. And I think we need to recognize this. And in the guise of mental health, we're allowing the the school district basically to take over as parents. We're allowing, allowing the government to take over as parents. And we have got to put a stop to it now. We need to wake up and recognize what's happening. And you need to get your child out of that school right now, if it's in public school and they're, they're adapting this COOTH program, which Pennsylvania is um, the first state to do so with no research behind how they're doing it. California is picking it up for 2024. We've got some serious issues and they are going after your children in every single way. And there's got to be that recognition. Okay. I also, uh, go ahead. Uh, the, the point of the, uh, when I, I talked to me a moment about the diversity officers, the, you mentioned just now beyond the companies and the revenues and the things that we talked about up front, but you mentioned all of the, again, the schools, the movies, the culture. Yeah. You've got to, when you say who, and you ask the question in your piece as well, the who, I, I want you to understand there, it's a concerted effort. This small percentage, these diversity type people, officers are put in these companies to get noticed. In order to get noticed, you that's when you do the gay parade on Main Street or you do the largest display you can when you walk into the local target uh, so that you get people's attention. So what if there's the cancer and the culprit right there is and the shareholders are not like it. Now, you're going to start to see and I'm seeing economic people say they fully expect the shareholders now to have a cow. Uh, some of the losses of these companies, we're not talking small losses here. These are in the tens and hundreds of billions of dollars. This is real money. And they're not going to like it. And all of these people are whatever. They're Democrats, Republicans. They're white, black, brown, blue, gay, whatever. But money is money. Money is green, Stephanie. Isn't that the problem right there? And don't you think if we just can solve the diversity officer issue, we might, we might, because they're running the public opinion on this thing with the culture and the movies and the the paraphernalia, the propaganda and the and the um, stores and the rest of it. Are we onto something or what? Absolutely. And, you know, once it gets to Chick-fil-A that that we're in trouble. Right. So and they're on Chick-fil-A. They're in there. Right. You know, they're they are absolutely in there. And I find it interesting. You know, one of the market analysis um, for Newsweek actually said that this is anticipated. Right. The, The it's probably negligible what is going on with Target. 
and said basically that they were anticipating a gloomy forecast for 2023. And you'll hear that across the board because of increased sales, the pandemic and everything out or the pandemic and everything else. However, I would like to point out if that were true, then what the heck is going on with Anheuser-Busch? Because in a downturn um, economically, you know, typically your beer sales actually go up. So I would may have agreed with them with all their numbers if Anheuser-Busch wasn't involved. But we should be, if, if it's as bad as that they're saying and everything is a gloomy, we should be seeing those stocks go up and we're not. We're but I thought there was all this extra money oh. and pent up demand and everything else after the pandemic that people were going to want to spend. What happened to that theory? Well, I think everyone's throwing out a theory that matches whatever propaganda they're trying to match. Amen. Nothing, you know, correlates to each other. Not, you know, the companies are basically using whatever it is they can to save face. And quite frankly, you're not saving face because social perception is everything. And, you know, if people have a little bit of critical thinking, they're going to they're going to see it. They're going to see it. You know, they don't need you know, we're not dumb. We are not dumb people. Yeah, <laughs> so that's right. the market analysis, you know, to, to tell us that, right. oh, it, it was supposed to be this way. No, we know what's going on. Right, right. Well, again, and I wanted to reveal more evidence with the uh, revenue losses and where the damage is coming from. And I think we're doing this by showcasing uh, these diversity offices and these companies and organizations and social uh, uh, to, uh, propaganda tools, as you point out. Uh, let's bring now to a head here and your big crux of this piece. And let me tell folks now, uh, Dr. Stephanie Cox, and her piece is um, uh, the title on it. And uh, you can get it on the left sidebar there always. Uh, when we talk about these on Talk Radio, you'll always find them over there. Uh, it is uh, called uh, Corporate America is Coming After Your Kids. Uh, and uh, it, it really, to me, is about the mama bear awakened. So talk to me about the mama bear moment. You say here the giant mega corporations and government have awakened a sleeping giant. We are not living in the U.S. of yesteryear, <clears throat> but we are witnessing a timeless scenario. Women and mothers who will do anything to protect their children. And that happens, Stephanie, I will say to you, when they push too far. I said to you. It wasn't enough of the manger scene. It wasn't enough of the gay parade. It wasn't enough to teach and read the kids so these uh, gay and trans books in the libraries. It wasn't enough. But now we're going to assault you with it, jam it at you, shove it at you, put it right in the store when you walk in. And we're going to keep doing that. And that's so how much is too much the tipping point? And what happens to Mama Bear next, please? I think Mama Bears are going to be the ones to save America. I mean, like, let's be clear. I, I really look at this at, you know, World War II, right? Like we're, the U.S. is really trying to say, stay out of things. And we're watching a lot of disruption across the world, but we're still not getting involved and we're trying to stay neutral. And then a bomb gets dropped, right? And we no longer can stay neutral. And I think that's where we are with mama bears. We want to stay back. We don't want to have to fight. We are busy raising our children. We're busy trying to work. We are busy trying to be good wives. And now here we are and our kids are being accosted from all angles and we have to take action. And I do believe it's going to be the women of this country who end up taking action because we um, make up 70% of um, the household purchases. Like we're going out, we're one of the number one consumers, even of how the housing market, right? So women's purchasing power has greatly increased. And when you're in a family unit, you're making the majority of the purchases. And so they are really going after the key people who are 
are shopping for their goods when they're doing this. And let's be clear that 98% of, of Americans do identify as being religious in some way. 64% of those are Christian. And so you're really going after these people. Um, I don't understand. I don't understand where the shareholders are not raised, like not saying. Well, they're, I think they're just finding out about the diversity officer in some of these campaigns, actually. You know? Pay attention. Pay attention. That's your job as a shareholder, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They're, I think some of them are gas. You got to remember that this is real money. They're losing big money. And I mean, we're talking it's serious and it will alter their life and their lifestyle. And they're not going to be happy. I, again, what did I say to you? Uh, being uh, in the monologue, I said the first thing I would do, I could fix all those companies in a heartbeat and uh, put on a positive PR campaign. And, we, you know, I think you would probably agree. And I think I would say to you is we can be inclusive as a company and welcome everybody without having to be flamboyant in the process and irritate people by pushing things to youngsters, uh, infants and children that are not a lifestyle that we could argue was intended or not for children uh, from God Almighty. I mean, nothing that I've ever read or looked at as a child tells me it's normal behavior. It's abnormal behavior. They're trying to make abnormal behavior normal. I mean, isn't that the correct? Absolutely. And, you know, I would say this isn't about pride, right? Like, I, I've never really cared whether or not you've got products that um, have, you know, the the gay, um, the rainbow, I, I guess. And well, I look at the rainbow as God's, as God's. Promise. Well, they killed it. How do we get it back? Someone asked me the, the other day, how do we back. take it back? Let's take it back. But what this is really about is the sexualization of not only kids, but even females, right? Like really we're creating yeah. a persona that yeah. is, is just disgusting for both females and males, they are taking away everything that females have, have put out to even reach. So whether it's, you know, sports, um, whether it's clothing, and I would say that the messaging they're sending our young girls is, is disturbing. They're telling young girls to be ashamed of their bodies when they are get offering them compression type shirts and stuff to hold in their breasts. When you are, when you are having a male um, represent your your menstruation cycle brand like Tampax. What are you thinking? He's yeah. never going to have a cycle. Like, what are yeah. you gaining out of this? Yeah, yeah. And then we talked on just this past weekend, uh, you know, uh, Stephanie, we talked about the Surgeon General Vivek Murthy uh, comes out and says the loneliness and stress and depression are big problems in the country. And I went, duh. I can't imagine why you lock everybody up and you throw a mask on them, you treat them like idiots. Then you get all this propaganda running around with this, uh, these uh, campaigns and uh, confusing people and, and indoctrinating them. And then you want to know why everybody's stressed out of their mind. Right. That's exactly right. Yeah. I mean, the, the bottom line, the government is not helping you. The government is not protecting you. The one thing our constitution was designed to do is for the government to protect its citizens. Amen. It has in every single avenue. <sighs> They yeah, are not there yeah. for you, so give it up. If they go away, it doesn't matter yeah, yeah. because they've not done their job in the first place. Go read her piece because I'm telling you, she gets into a lot of stuff in there. Uh, some of the stuff we didn't have a chance to talk about, but those numbers and facts and figures, it's a very thought out piece and well said, actually. Corporate America is coming after your kids. Uh, Stephanie, thank you for joining us on The Voice of a Nation. Thank you. Privilege, yeah. Well, let me tell you about a new feature on the platform here, and it's AmericaOutloud.shop. Easy, easy, easy URL to remember, and that's where you'll get all of the discounts on the products we talk about on the platform here is AmericaOutloud.shop. 
Uh, let me focus today on the nasal hygiene. It's one of the best things to stay clear free of these things. They get into your nose and your, into your digestive tract and, and then they get into your, your lungs. You don't want to have that. And that's how you get sicker, actually, when they get into your, uh, you know, your tract, your gastro tract there. You want to keep that out of there. Uh, you do that with nasal hygiene. You can clean your nose just like you wash your hands, actually. You, you wash your nose. Um, and so uh, use, uh, there's two products I recommend on the platform, Clear, X-L-E-A-R. It's made with xylitol. It, it kills all of these diseases, germs, diseases in your nose. And that one you can get in a pharmacy, drugstore, et cetera. Marvelous company. And it's a great product. The other one is Cofix RX. And that is made with the popidine iodine. They both are going to do the job and kill these uh uh, germs of viruses that get in your system, into your nose. So I can't recommend this enough. I'll tell you, it's why all the doctors take it and use it themselves personally on the network here because it works. So uh, Cofix, uh, those, by the way, if you go to americaoutloud.shop, those uh, banner pieces or ads are right there. And the clear, you can, there's a lot of research and studies to find out more. And Cofix, you will get a discount on that. That You can buy that online, uh, 25, uh, 20% off rather, 20% off uh, using the code out loud. But the banner, when you click that on americaoutloud.shop, will give you the discount. So that's how you get that. Friends, we'll take a quick pause. We'll return in just a moment. You're listening to The Voice of a Nation. Here we take on the challenges of our generation so that we can preserve future generations. AmericaOutloud.com, seven amazing years. We know that if America fails, the world will fail. It is incumbent upon us to carry the torch for liberty. America Out Loud Talk Radio, the liberty and justice for all. We join you back here on The Voice of the Nation, Malcolm at 8. I like that title, I'll tell you. Malcolm at 8, 8 p.m. Eastern Time every day. We figured we got to have a way to brand this to tell you what time we're on. That's the way to do it. Malcolm at 8. You heard Malcolm in the middle, Malcolm in trouble, Malcolm in something. Now, Malcolm out loud. That's Malcolm at 8. That's where you find me. 8 p.m. Monday through Friday. Catch the program here and broadcast uh, on America Out Loud Talk Radio Network. Uh, I hope you have our apps. I know you probably all do. Uh, Apple, Android, Alexa, because they, they stream the network beautifully well. Also, if you go into the menu, you can get the podcast there and listen that way as well. So anyways, that's the way you do it. It's an encore the next following business morning if you missed the show, and I hope you don't. But sometimes you have a hot date, and that might win over me. I find that hard to believe, but it's possible. Uh, let's welcome on now. Patricia Antone is here. She's an author, activist, constitutional conservative, uh, and she is follows a lot of these social, cultural programs, uh, the changing of America that's happening right in front of our eyes, and we don't even know it's really happening here. Patricia, I want to go right to the crux of the business component of this, which is why I wanted you on today, because you have a great business mind to understand where the tea leaves are when it comes to dollars and cents. In my research and the dollars I'm looking at now, you know, it's one thing to get on these programs and just talk about the woke and the trends and all of this. It's another thing to understand where it's coming from. Now, we all have been walking around, I think I have as well, and others have, and saying, oh, my God, the sky is falling. Where, where, why is this happening? Where is this coming from? Like, oh, my God, we're being taken over. We're being transified or something. Like, But nobody ever gives an answer. Like, what the hell does that mean? Like, is 
like why where how yeah. well i yeah. think when you look at it i do believe it's all these diversity officers i believe they're in all these companies now and i i see what's happening with target as a prime example they come up with these ideas and they put it out there and uh they transform and they you know it's uh, it's it's to get attention basically so they do things to get attention you talk about I, shareholders and shareholder value and the shareholders are sitting out there and they're aghast at what's happening because all of these companies are losing tens and hundreds of billions of dollars. Where's the end in this whole thing? What happens? Well, I think the first thing you have to say is why is that happening? It doesn't start with diversity officers going into companies. That's not where it started because what brought them in to companies? What is the ideology that came out of these think tanks and, and why is it now ubiquitous throughout corporate America? Why is that the case? And what we'll find when we look carefully at that is that it's mostly the international companies, the companies that have, have uh, trade in, in a number of different countries. It's the larger companies that can be bribed using their, their financial platforms, their banking platforms, their access to other international markets and things like that. So. The companies that aren't aren't those large companies are less responsive to the pressure being applied, and it's being applied at a global level by the likes of Soros and his his uh, organization, this uh, Coalition for Human Human Rights uh, Coalition or whatever it's called. That is um, a Soros-funded endeavor there, and right. their their uh, their CEI corporate. Equality Index mm -hmm. is a subset of DEI, which is diversity, equity, inclusion. So that's a subset of it, but it's all being pushed mm -hmm. by a very Marxist, a very communist origin. Right. Think about the communists primarily gain political capital by cultivating collective grievance and then converting it into political capital. That's Hold on, slow do. down. That's really good. Collective grievance. That's a great way to say it. And transforming yep. that into what? Political capital. Political capital. There it In is. In other words, you people are so oppressed. Love it. And if you empower us, vote for us, fund our nonprofit, what have you, yeah. then then yeah. we will champion your your issue, your agenda. So well, let me ask you this. It's the same thing that the Soros people did with the district attorneys all over our country now and why the rot of these uh, blue cities are does being decimated and crime is running rampant. They've got these exactly. uh, woke DAs everywhere. Well, but it's but now but let me say to you this, the woke DAs are just a person, but they can change a whole lot with the power that they have. And some of these people are not even necessarily, it's not like they ever met George Soros, but they're part of sort of a movement uh, and they're being funded. They're, it's all money. They're being funded by the Soros people. Right. It's not like they're his best friend or anything. Well, well uh, like any military operation, yeah. it's deployed on the weakest or on the most, most um yeah, yeah, we're at war. That's a great way to say it. We're at war. We're at and war. And we are at war. We are at war. And it is yeah. a war yeah. being prosecuted from both within and outside of our yeah. country. Yeah. So yeah. it's a globalist yeah. agenda. And the, the yeah. job is to disrupt social order. They yeah. want to disrupt yeah. social and economic order. So like in California, they just passed this legislation saying that an employee may not approach a shoplifter. And the idea yeah. here is yeah. to make retail impossible because the yeah. communist wants the government to be the sole source of goods and the sole purveyor of force. 
Yeah, so yeah. all of all of this supposed liberal, the the sociosexual free for all, is designed to empower government. Yeah, I just see that story. In fact, I'm just uh, searching right now for it. Uh, the employee was fired. Just happened. You see that the last couple of days just happened. Mm -hmm. uh, yes. And uh, the uh, Luluman employees fired after chasing robbers out of the store. Thought they were doing the right thing. They came in and were still, and they came in laughing at them, just grabbing expense. They got away with like thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars of stuff. Sure. And the employee got fired. Yeah. Well, for, they started by making shoplifting essentially legal. It wasn't necessarily legal, but it was a de facto legalization right, right, by right, saying, right. if you steal $995 worth of stuff, we're not going to prosecute. Well, that obviously quickly translates into, oh, shoplifting is legal now. So, so now- That's a great it's, point. It's a great point. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it's-, it's uh, it, the. Okay, go ahead. I could have done a billboard campaign with that, you know, from an advertising agency. I could see a billboard campaign, you know, like, uh, right? I mean, uh, shoplifting is legal. Just keep it under 950, kids, and it's free. And that's what they're doing. They're walking into these stores and these retailers, and and, and it's the city youth, and they're stealing all kinds of things, and they're laughing at well, the and whole job. And it's Yeah, and, and there's an article on, on America Out Loud right now that talks about the fact that, that these uh, – these these this is a war on on um on order on economic order yeah. so yeah. um yeah. because yeah. The, the limits are are contrived it's mm -hmm. not a limit uh, based on you know like a store can't can't lose only 99 $995 during the day i mean it's right. it's a per limit per incident right. so organized crime and that's what this article on america okay. allowed with organized crime they're organizing a retail theft right? all right all right so let me bring it back now to the, the response of the shareholders so now the shareholders are seeing the tens and hundreds of billions of dollars that are being lost in the companies okay they have these diversity officers that came up with all of these fabulous little campaigns and ideas to uh you know to put the pride outfits for the infants and the pets and the dogs and put the big displays up the front of the store and raise holy hell with the people make it normal normal behavior this is normal stuff with all kinds of uh, weird stuff as well that this stuff is on that doesn't send the right message so how do you predict shareholders are going to respond now i think elon musk is right i think i think there are going to be class action suits yeah and yeah. i think that's really going to be in in addition to boycotts from 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 the customers, right. then the boycotts cause obviously financial problems, and and uh, so the shareholders are going to have to take their uh, yeah. take their recourse to the courts. And and I think it, you know, I wanted to bring up something too, and that was the uh, this article by CNN talking about how how um, LGBTQIA is under attack oh, yeah. by conservatives, which yeah. is really and so they're wondering. What is different? We've done Pride Year every year. What is different? What is different this year is the trans thing. Because trans, the whole sexual orientation is inherently personal. Well, they pushed it too far is what's different. Well, well it's not just a continuum. It's, it's a different nature of a thing. Yeah. Trans is, is fundamentally different because you sure. are demanding that yeah. people... Yeah. Accept what is not true, say right. what is not true, and then accommodate what is not true okay. in, in various ways. So that is fundamentally All right. different. Let me bring it to a, a, a head now. I want to make one last big point. We're uh, just almost out of time. And uh, and it is with, as I say, this pushback now. We, I think what I would say back to you 
is that we can end this program actually on a good note, on a good note. And the good note is that uh, with this pushback, back to what I asked you with the shareholders and Elon Musk saying the lawsuits, you agree with that. And the fact that all their profits are dropping big time and bet between all of this stuff and the boycotts and everything else is taking hold. Cause I don't frequent, I won't frequent these companies. I, I didn't before and I certainly ain't gonna do it after. Uh, but with all that said, uh, I, I think that this is good news. In other words, the free market is hitting back and the free market can tell you basically to go to hell, uh, it, whether you target Walmart or Lululemon or uh, Coles or Disney or whoever. Uh, and that's what's happening. That's the good news, isn't it? I think it is. I, you know, your your previous guest talking about the uh, they activated the mama bear. Boy, they sure did. <laughs> they good, sure did. Good. People recognize this is very harmful to my kids. When when my kids were in school, Malcolm, yeah. they learned yeah. about biology right. and how That's it right. works. And That's now right. we don't teach that. We don't That's teach right. it. That's right. And no, you're exactly right. And, and and you know those mama bears too. Last point, Patricia. But those mama bears, they're not just conservatives or Republicans, by the way. Mm -mm. You're, right. you're right. Oh, I wanted to tell you about gays. Against groomers, this group is powerful now. They started today, in fact, last year on this day last year. I've heard of this. Yeah. Yes, and and they yeah. are yeah. they are pushing back against the ideology. We ought to get them on here. Gays against groomers. We um, really should. That yeah. would be great. Because yeah, I love they it. Understand that the whole orientation yeah. thing is different yeah. than the identity. It's thing. gone over the edge. It's it's absolutely gone over the edge. All right, that is Patricia Antone there. Now listen. Patricia has fantastic write-ins. I mean, she's a brilliant writer. I always love it when she sends her op-eds. So, but we had some great writers, and she's one of them. And uh, the, the uh, really, it's an elite class of people who can uh, not just make sense of a problem, but offer solutions and ideas back. And she's one of those voices. So she's remarkable that way. Uh, just go to the nav bar, the menu bar, and look up her name, Patricia Antone. You'll see right at the top, A-N-T, and look up her stuff. And wow, she's got some great uh, pieces to read. Make you think. And, and that's what any good piece should do. Any good column or article, you're going to spend time and give give that time of you know your life to read this. It should make you think. It should give you something to pause with. Uh, that's how you do it, friends. Friends, we're at a point, uh, a very interesting point now, where uh, the tipping point, I call it the tipping point, and uh, this tipping point now has gone too far. They've pushed too far. And as uh, it was just said from both guests, the mama beer has been activated. Uh, the shareholders will be activated. The lawsuits will be activated. And um, hopefully we'll be able to take that trans deal and put it right back in the bottle or the genie bottle or the closet. Uh, where it belongs. Uh, and uh, you shouldn't be teaching this stuff to the kids. It is not a normal way of life. Uh, if you wish to do it, that is your business. Uh, no problem. Uh, just as well as anything else you wish to do. But you don't have a right to push it onto other people or indoctrinate them or assault people because of these beliefs. And that's what's happening. And these diversity officers need to get a life. And if I were any of these companies, I would fire them in a hot second and start again and attract everybody and knock it off. And then people will come. That's it. Doesn't matter, man. You can be inclusive without being overly diverse by this uh, the, the, the die, diversity, inclusive, and equity business. They call it the die. That's uh, what it is. Uh, friends, there is a way to do this. So that, that's all I suggest here. A powerful conversation. Big thanks to Dr. Stephanie Coxon, Patricia Antone, and a marvelous discussion, friends. Thank you for joining me on the mission here. It's time to get involved and get loud, a mama beers, America.